Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome back to your favorite podcast, Random Talks by Columbus School, BCS. Thank you so much for being here with us today. And right now we are uh, starting off with the third season. And I think that's really, really exciting. Thank you for being here with us for so long for these three seasons already. I'm Teacher David. And with me, as usual, is Teacher Carlos. Hello, Teacher. Hello, guys. Good to be back. I'm glad to be back and already excited to start the new season. Yes, I know. Me too. And also with us, just to help out a little bit with uh, the interview and more of a roundtable is Teacher April as well. Hello, Teacher April. Hi, everybody. Thank you for inviting me. <laughs> it's our pleasure to have you here. And, and you know, the more the merrier, as we mm -hmm. say. <laughs> yep, yes. I agree. <laughs> so... Before we continue, don't forget to subscribe here to YouTube, like the video, comment, leave us a comment down below. And don't forget that we have many more social media. So, Teacher Carlos, could you help us mentioning all of the other social media? Of course. Uh, as always, we are on Facebook. We are also on Instagram, posting all the time, also giving you heads up about the next episodes. And we are also reading your comments all the time. You can check us on YouTube, listen to us on Spotify. You can also search for every of the episodes, even uh, from other seasons, in Google Podcasts, and also with amazing content and very good advice on TikTok with Teacher Pablo. Yes, he's doing an amazing job. So make sure to, to go ahead and, and like it and check it out. All right. So for this episode, to start off this season, we have a very special guest today because he was a former uh, Columbus teacher. And here with us is Sebastián Salazar, who is studying vocal performance and violin at the Master's University in Los Angeles, California. So hello, Sebastián. Hello, everyone. It's so nice to be here and see all of you guys. I miss you all so much. <laughs> I hope yeah. I could be there. Yeah, we have like probably more than two years maybe that we haven't seen like you, uh, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's been, it's been a long time. <laughs> yes, I know. So today we're going to talk about, well, some of the uh, Sebastian's passions, who is, well, basically it's music you know, and we're going to find out some little things that, that he liked, how he started, and well, fun things like that. So the, the first thing that I'm very interested to ask is like, if you could uh, guide us to a um, normal day for you at, at the university, like what's, what's normal, a normal day for you? Well, a normal day for me down here on, while I'm studying, you know, I wake up at 5 a.m., uh, get ready, have a small uh, breakfast, uh, go right away to school. It's about 15 minutes away, mm -hmm. um, 15. Uh, so I take the car and uh, with my friend and he drives me down and we start off uh, with the first class at 6 a.m. Um, right after that, the university has this thing called chapel, which is, you know, they, they read God's word and they pray and they have a small worship, mm -hmm. uh, which is, starts at eight and ends at nine. Uh, so as soon as that ends, you know, I go to my next uh, music class, which is called Oral Skills. Uh, oral Skills, for those that don't know what it is, it's a study where when someone plays something on the piano or an instrument or whatever, you're able to know what they're playing. So if you All hear right. a song, so if you hear a song, you're going to be able to play that song without even looking at the music. 
All right. And it's very hard. <laughs> yeah, I imagine. Yeah. Hard. yeah, it's like training your ears, right? Pretty much yeah. to, to identify each note. Oh, definitely. And the professor is amazing professor. They all got like doctorates and PhDs and everything. And, you know, I, I, I've tried to test them uh, saying, what is this song? And trying to play the hardest thing I can think of. <laughs> and it's the easiest thing for them, you know? <laughs> yeah. So I have that class. Uh, there's also music theory which is incredibly hard. Um, you know, I used to do music theory down there in La Paz, mm -hmm. uh, which was easy, a nice, uh, nice pace we would do it. And down here, there's actually a timeline, you know, you, you got to finish this at this time. And so hard and a lot of analysis you have to do with a certain piece. And, uh, and I've learned a lot, you know, in just music theory. And of course, you have the um, orchestra, the university orchestra, which is amazing uh, we do a, a small rehearsal there like about an hour or two uh and uh, we just had our, our first concert uh do uh after covid on um march i think it was it was called a film concert uh because we had a lot of you know star wars indiana uh, jones music and oh john williams and like pop was, culture yeah pop culture it was just amazing, you know. Uh, some of the musicians were actually John Williams musicians. Oh wow. wow! The harpist. It was. It was. It's just. It's just amazing, you know. The the harpist there. Um, she's actually John Williams harpist. You know, okay. so that mm -hmm. she's just amazing musician as well. And we did all that. And there's also another group called uh, the Masters Chorale, which is a small choir, about 50, 60 people which is amazing, just amazing. Uh, we did a, a tour this past uh, semester. We did a tour. We went all over Colorado, Utah. We did uh, the Rockies a little bit for a week. And it's, it's hard work, of course. You know, every day we're giving a concert, every day in front of a lot of people. But it was just worth it, you know. It's amazing. So we do a rehearsal of that, too. Um, also, I go to, you know, my vocal classes. Um, his, uh, the professor there is called Eric Karampatan, amazing vocal professor, you know, and the first day I went there, I, I didn't know anything about singing. I just did what I do in the shower. <laughs> and this guy just comes and he starts telling me how to sing and he makes me do sit-ups and he makes me do squats and he makes me do many different things that change my voice. Oh, oh, so oh. It changes your voice incredibly you know it's a lot of hard work uh but it's it's worth it you know um then there's the violin professor uh michael farrell you know i could go on and on about all these professors they have a, <laughs> a super long curriculum you know yeah. they've been at the best places ever and this guy he's done it all you know he's he's played with frank sinatra he's he's done oh everything, my god you know oh. yeah and it, it's it's amazing it's just amazing um, I also work. So if I'm not playing music, if I'm not in class, I'm working <laughs> or sleeping. <laughs> and, you know, working here is also great. Uh, there's a, there's a practice rooms where they're soundproof. So you go into your practice. I'm actually right now in a practice room where I just yeah. come in, I close the door, I can play the piano and no one outside is hearing it. And I don't hear anyone in, from here. Mm -hmm. It's just amazing. You know, it, it's it's amazing. That's a regular day in, down <laughs> here in LA. Yeah, wow, that's a lot. That's a lot. What gets my attention is like to know uh, how did you or how did you find out 
that you liked music and that you have this passion specifically? Well, you know, music has been part of my life ever since I was born. You know, I've loved music always, always, just always. Uh, when I was eight years old, um, my mother and my father, they got me into piano uh, lessons in Canada, uh, which I didn't take a long time, you know, because I was about eight or nine years old. And we did a couple of, uh, I don't even know if it was a month. I don't really remember. I was that young. Uh, and we moved to La Paz right after that. So when I came to La Paz, um, we came to a school. And David, you should know this one, Contempo. Yes. You know, and mm -hmm. they had some some options. They had drums, pianos, uh, vocals, a guitar. Mm -hmm. And all my parents, they wanted us to do this. And it was the, I think it's the only Christian uh, music school down there I, I'm not really sure uh, or at the time it was and you know they they asked me what instrument do you want to play it's a two-year commitment right and yeah. I said well I'm 10 years old and the drums look fun I'll take drums they're like are you sure you know you know <laughs> you know <laughs> and I said yeah why not let's do it two months passed and I just hate it you know I don't want it and my parents stick to their word and they said it's a two-year commitment you're gonna do it for two years so i stuck there for two years i hated every moment of it from drums you know <laughs> and when i finally passed my two years i go to my parents and i tell them i'm sick of music i'm sick of drums i'm sick of everything i don't want anything wow. to do with it no. <laughs> and my parents said okay son you know um the only problem is the church we just planted doesn't have a drummer and you're the only one that can play drums. So okay. you're going to, you're going to have to play drums if you want. And I said, okay, you know, if it's for the Lord, I'm going to do it. <laughs> so I started playing drums and I played there for about um, seven, eight years drums, you know? Wow. Oh. And, and in, in the course of those years, um, you know, this orchestra came down, uh, Orquesta Seca, I think mm -hmm. it's still yep. there. And I started out there as a violinist and, you know, one of the tests to be accepted or accepted there was a rhythm test and I was a drummer. So rhythm was part mm, yeah. of me, yes. <laughs> you know? Yeah, definitely so, it was. Yeah. So I started doing that did violin, then moved to the state orchestra there, uh, Escuela de Musica del Estado, mm -hmm. um, with uh, Professor Luis Pelaez, you know, amazing yeah, guy. Right. Um, and he taught me mostly everything I know on the violin and, while all this happens, you know, I'm just like 13, 14 years old and I'm already thinking what I'm going to do in life, right? Mm -hmm. What am I going to do? I love music. It's part of me. It's my passion, right? Mm -hmm. And that's when it hit me. I was like, well, I love the Lord more than I do the music, right? And, and my goal is to please the Lord and do his will. So I said, well, how can I use music for God's purpose? Mm -hmm. And I said, well, worship pastor, that could work. So I started thinking, okay, worship pastor, what, what does a worship pastor do? You know, he just sings, he just plays violin in front of Christians, in front of other people. What does he do? You know, so I started searching up and, and uh, you know, I found out that most people, that's what they do. And I wasn't satisfied, you know, I was like, no, there has to be more. There's got to be theology. You know, there's got to be, the, the truth has to be out there, right? You can't just sing God is love, God is mercy. You got to sing all, the, all, everything God is, right? You got to say what the Bible says. So I was looking up schools and I just couldn't find any school like that. And, uh, you know, my father went to Los Angeles. He found out about the Master's University and turns out the Master's University teaches uh, worship pastor ministries and stuff like that. But 
at the same time, I'm like, I just don't want to study that because it's not my passion isn't doing like modern worship, you know, like mm -hmm. pop or you know, those, those kind of things. That's not my style. So I said, which school can actually give me an accreditation of uh, classical music, of opera, you know, because I love opera and I, it's just my thing. Right. And uh, Masters does that. They give you the NASAM, which is National Association of Schools of Music mm -hmm. of the country. And well, that's that's good. You know, that's good. And what I'm learning here, I'm doing opera uh, with the vocal professor and the violin. I'm doing classical music. And that's such a huge passion in my life. And my end goal with this, you know, is eventually get a doctorate degree in, in music and be able to be a worship pastor as well. And, you know, learn about God's word and know the truth and be able to sing the truth and play the truth and express the truth. Right. Cause that's the most, that's the thing that gives me more passion about. Mm -hmm. And at the same time, you know, um, I would like to eventually found a conservatory, a music school, yeah. mm -hmm. uh, not just about, not just music, but also, you know, theology and biblical principles and truth and all these different things that are very important, not just to everyone, but mm -hmm. everyone, yeah. <laughs> you know, if that makes any sense. <laughs> But yeah, I think that that's what I would say about my passion. You know, it's music. Music is so I like to say music is the language of the soul. Right. Mm -hmm. It is. It, sometimes you don't know how to say something. You don't know. You don't even know how you feel. And you start listening to the music or you start playing it and it tells you what you feel, you know. Yeah. And, and another small philosophy I have is that music without the Lord is just noise. You know, you got to have that. Yeah, and, and it's it's very interesting uh, that you said you know that that there has to be something there like in music you know like without like any purpose mm -hmm. music mm -hmm. is just like noise you know mm -hmm. yeah. And, oh, yeah and I think that that's really amazing that you mention it because it reflects for example now that you're talking about your passion like um, even in, on the screen. Like you can see and you can feel the energy that you have for music. And I think that's, that's truly amazing that, that when you're following your dream and your passion, it reflects on everything you said on, or how you see life. So, so I think that's very admirable that, that yeah. you're following the passion. Um, basically, in a, in a world now that many people don't or are afraid to follow the their yeah. passion or or what mm -hmm. they want to do you know and i think every time that we have someone here in the podcast that is doing it like he's, he's following his dream or mm -hmm. her dream uh i i just i don't have words to express like how happy i am for for the people for you uh who are following their dream mm -hmm. so it's really admirable yeah, yeah. and it, yeah. i think it's also really motivating personally yeah. at least mm -hmm. Sebastian like beaming while he's talking about all of this and I'm like gosh I need to run and paint something like right <laughs> I have to go follow my own passion and something I really liked about what you said is that um, you didn't or haven't just conformed with what's there because you found an option for theology you have you have an option for music but nothing quite fits what you specifically want or what your uh, main 
or fully passion is your personal one. So I think as you are, we need to, you know, not conform. If we have two options that kind of work, maybe do both and then create your own path, you know, uh, like uh, paths that have been made by some other people may fit us at a certain extent, but we have to, you know, take what works for us from there and then create our own measures or our own pathway from that one. So I, I really like uh, listening to that. Like, that's what I get the most. Like, uh, how did I not think of this before? This is what I should be doing. This is what we all should be doing. Finding the details, the all the delicate, smaller things and make our own creation from our own passion. Uh, I'm getting yeah. so worked up. <laughs> yeah, where, where actually gets like very, very important to consider for all of us if we ever have children in the future, or even if one of our listeners uh, is a parent, uh, whenever you're trying to push your kid your son, your daughter to, uh, you know, music, for example, in your case, uh, at some point you mentioned that you were almost quitting music because you were done with drums and, and you were pretty much, uh, well, you were a little bit lost with that. So eventually you, you, you found the path again, right. To follow it. And you found purpose, which is very important whenever you have a passion, because when, oh, when you don't have, when you don't have that, you know, pivotal point to direct yourself, uh, it's going to be harder and it's it's eventually going to be very difficult for you to develop a real love for what you do. And this is what we perceive when you talk about music. Oh, yeah. And, and you know, two things that actually, you know, there were so many times I wanted to quit many, many times. Uh, there was a time when I was down there playing violin and uh, my professor, Luis Pelaez, he was sick. So he was going to Mexico City and there were times I didn't have a class, right? Because he, he was sick and he couldn't teach me. So that frustrated me for some time. And I was like, I'm not going to do it anymore. I was quitting. But two things actually keep me, kept me going, you know? Number one was the Lord saying, hey, you got, I have a plan for your life and I want you to fulfill it, right? You got you to gotta finish up here. And the second was my mother. She never let me stop, you know? So I owe a great, great amount of gratitude to my mother because she never let me stop she was always son you gotta keep going you gotta keep going I was never even thinking about singing singing was only for the shower you know yeah. <laughs> and she would hear me and she said son you gotta do it you gotta keep doing I'll pay for your classes just go and take one or two mm -hmm. I took only one class and I fell in love you know I was in love with singing it was a thing it's something that I loved you know, because it was putting to words your emotions now. And it was something, you know, that if you don't have that support, find it. Yeah. You've got to have someone that can keep pushing you. If your parents, unfortunately, don't push you, you got to find someone, you know. And if you got a dream, follow your dream and follow and be persistent. You know, you got to be persistent. If this is what you want for the end, reach it, but also have a purpose for that. You know, and one of the things I believe is that all our purpose, every human being, their purpose is to glorify the Lord, you know, and that that has to be our purpose. 
you know, if you want to uh, glorify in painting, you can do that, you know, and you can see, you know, Michelangelo, all these different paintings of the David and all these different amazing things. And you just got to do all it. you got to do it. You got to pour your heart. You got to pour your soul. You got to pour your strength, your mind, everything, you know, and in music, that's everything you need. All <laughs> right. I, 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 if you were to tell me your passions, computers, and uh, all those things, honestly, I don't know how you're going to put love into those things because it's not my thing at all, right? But if you start painting or music, then I understand it. Yeah, and art is a very important thing in life in general, right? So uh, what I, I can really relate to that, to how important is for your parents to be like persistent with some things. I always mention this in during podcast because I started my English uh, learning at Columbus and I was in middle school and I didn't want to, I was forced to go to English classes. And now that's how it defines your life. Like you never know how it's going to impact your future somehow. So listen to your parents, listen to your parents. It's a, it's a good, it's a good advice. And also it's, you know, very inspiring as my partners mentioned uh, on, on that, uh, that we should be in that quest, right? Like looking for that passion and how to feed it every day somehow. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, another thing, uh, while I was coming down to masters, it was COVID season, you know, <laughs> COVID was everywhere and uh, it was just so hard, so hard to think of, you know, a Mexican down here actually going to a university that size over here, passing through the border. And, you know, the Lord just opened every door, mm -hmm. every door, you know, and two things came to my mind. Uh, you know, the first day we actually go on the road, uh, the trailer breaks down, you know, and I need to be here August 21st. And I'm like, Lord, If you want me here, why is this happening? You know, what is wrong? What's going on? What am I doing wrong? And, you know, a sister from church, uh, Patty Eager, she gave me a small card and I just didn't want to read a card because I don't like to read as much, you know? Mm -hmm. And well, when you're stuck in the desert in the middle of nowhere, there's nothing else but reading, right? Yeah, yeah. not many so options. Started, yeah, not many options. And I start reading and what I, what I read was Joshua 1.9. It's in the Bible and it says, have I not commanded you Be strong and courageous. Do not be frightened and do not be dismayed for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. So that to me was like, Lord, okay, you know what? I can't control COVID. I can't control what just broke down. I can't control anything. I can barely even control my life, <laughs> right? And you're the Lord. You can control everything. So you take the wheel, you take everything, you guide us. So the trailer gets fixed. We go to the border. The border has been closed for six months. You know, mm -hmm. and the officer there's like, well, what are you guys doing here? And well, my parents are like, we're transitioning to Canada because we're, we're going to live there. And the officer's like, we've never heard about that before. So they were kind of hesitant and all that. And they said, you know what? We're going to let you pass. Just go. Mm -hmm. And we pass. And I'm, ta I'm telling you about the border between Mexico and the United States. The guys that want to build a wall and all these <laughs> different things. They're like, yeah, just go along, you know, and we just yeah. pass and When we get to Canada, it's, it's crazy because we have to quarantine. And Canada's very mm -hmm. strict with that. There yeah. are, if, mm -hmm. if you even peep your nose out, it's going to be a million-dollar fine or yeah. some years in prison, wow. right? Um, so, again, well, I, needed, I, needed the, I needed the student visa, you know? Mm -hmm. And I need to go to the embassy and all these different things. And 
those two things came to my mind. You know, the Lord is, I, I got to be strong. I got to be courageous. The Lord is with me. And another thing that came was an old hymn. Uh, it's called It Is Well With My Soul. I recommend listening to it. And the lyrics are so powerful, too, uh, where it says, though trials may come, thou, referring to God, has taught me to say it is well with my soul. So no matter, no matter what happens, it happened because the Lord wanted it to happen. You know, so you might be passing through a very, very hard time, but the Lord is teaching you something through that. So you got to say, you know what, Lord, you're teaching me something. So it is well with my soul. And, you know, that come, there, that's where music comes in, because that's a song. That's a song <laughs> that's in my head. I would have never thought it is well with my soul, Lord, if I've never heard that song before. And when you sing that song with that mentality, when you pass through something hard and you're singing that song and you're singing those lyrics to the Lord, it just gives a sense of, wow, you know, this guy has something that this other one that's singing the same song doesn't, you know, and it's something that I'm telling you, it's, it's great. It's great. You know, and of course, um, school is very expensive and there has been so, so many struggles. Um, but I keep trusting the Lord and he keeps providing in very, very awesome ways, you know, and he's been teaching me about trust, trust mm -hmm. in the Lord. You know, a day I, I needed, I didn't have any money. I didn't have any food. I didn't have anything. And I said, Lord, just a hundred dollars. I need just a hundred dollars <laughs> to pass the month. You know, next day I go to church and a brother uh, gives a sister a small em envelope and she comes and gives it to me. I'm like, what's this? And she's like, oh, that brother is giving it to you. I'm like, who even is that guy? And she's like, well, I don't know. I've never even seen him in my life. And I open the envelope and it's a hundred dollars. Mm -hmm. What? Like, what? what going yes. on? <laughs> you know, and it's just when, when you put your trust in the Lord, everything makes sense. You have a purpose in life. You have a purpose in what you're doing and everything you're doing. You know, you might suffer. You, I'm not saying trust the Lord and your life is going to be gold and glitter. I'm not saying Christ never even said that, you know, Christ said, follow me and you might even die. Right. <laughs> but Paul, an, another author of the Bible, he said to live is to die. You know, I don't want to be here in this world. I want to go to heaven with the Lord. And honestly, I don't know anyone that doesn't want to go to heaven, you know, and the only way to do that is through Christ Jesus and that he, he died on the cross and he resurrected on the third day. And that still gives you purpose. You know, every time I sing, every time I play music, every time I even talking about music, I'm doing it for the Lord. I'm saying, Lord, you gave me so much more. What I'm giving you is nothing. You know, it's not even a, a small part of what you've given me. Mm -hmm. And it's just amazing. It's just amazing. And when, um, when you're decided, when you have a dream and you're like, I want to do that, whether it's a firefighter, whether it's a policeman, whether it's painting, whether it's whatever, just grab on it and do it. It doesn't matter, you know, when, when you believe in Christ, he said, okay, you might even be poor, but I'm not going to let you die because of that. You know, mm -hmm. Christ, you know, everyone's like, oh, you know, Jesus is love, Jesus is peace, you know, and, and he, he, he's a Lord. He probably lived well. The guy didn't even have a house to sleep in, you know, he's like, I'm going to take care of you with that. And he has been taking care of me. There's been times where I'm like, oh my goodness, what am I going to eat? You know, mm -hmm. and he provides. He just provides and provides and provides and just trusting him and having that idea and having that belief in Christ, that gives you so much purpose in life, so much. And, you know, he's the one I'm grateful for everything he's done, you know, everything about music. I never thought I'd ever be beside a musician that played with John Williams, you mm -hmm. know, that's yeah. something that never passed through my mind. 
And, and you know, the Lord surprises you in many different ways. It, it's amazing. I just love it. Yeah, I think I think it's very important to keep yourself positive through the the journey, right? Which is what you actually enjoy. So uh, many people concentrate on the on the final, on the goal, right? On the end of the line. But forget that the process is where you actually learn and enjoy and you know, this this is like very relieving because you you kept yourself like uh self-centered, right? Thinking Everything is because there's a reason for it. We are going to trust the process. We're going to trust what is going on right now. Let's keep ourselves positive. And yeah, there's a there's a there's a very nice outcome. And I and I can see that you you are you are actually going through those things, but with a very good attitude towards negativity or any other you know uh, difficulty. Yes, mm -hmm. yes. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. <laughs> and and. One, I think one last question would be like, what's, what's going to be next for you? You know, like, how do you see yourself in the yes. next, like, five years? Hmm. You know, ever since I got here as a freshman, well, number one, everyone thinks I'm already a senior. You know, <laughs> the voice, the face, you know, yeah. I, I came with a beard. Yeah. <laughs> I was a senior and they were asking the same question. Uh, what are you going to do now? You know, and, you know, I've known what I'm going to do since I'm 13. I've known it, you know, and what I want to do is I want to be a worship pastor. Um, I also want to be an opera singer. I want to be in, in orchestras. I want to do all that, you know, and that's where I see myself in five years. You know, I hopefully married, um, <laughs> you know, whatever the Lord wants there and, <laughs> and keep studying. I want to I want to be as prepared as I can to give the Lord the best that I have, mm. you know, and, and that's where I see myself in five years. Yeah. Well, it's amazing, and and we really hope that that you come through it, and and, and we really want you to be like successful. Mm -hmm. uh, we want to see you in those orchestras, like in the biggest orchestras ever. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so thank you so much for for your time. Thank you so much for sharing your drive with us, sharing your passion, um, and and yeah, just just thank you for for this time that that you were with us oh thank you guys you guys are amazing amazing people and i just miss you all and seeing you teach the students and it's just an amazing school full of amazing people and i'm so grateful i was not even expecting a call from you guys i was like oh this is awesome you know <laughs> I, it, it's just amazing just amazing i'm so grateful for you guys too thank you thank you thank you yeah, thank you sebastian yeah. miss you too i really remember uh there were a couple of times that in the terms we were sharing like in the same floor so your classroom was like two classrooms from mine or right next to it and uh, all of a sudden I would hear like oh so I'm like, but I remember like it just broke my whatever I was doing and brought it brought a smile to my face I was like I I am going to enjoy my class as much as Sebastian is enjoying it right now. <laughs> so, um, miss you really. Uh, you're dear and close to our hearts. Thank you so much for sharing all of your passions Thank with you. us. Um, it really fuels and inspires, at least from my point of view. I'm all ready to go do something right now. <laughs> thank you so oh, much. Oh, thank you. Thank you, thank guys. You. Thank you. Yeah, and thank you so much 
for everyone who is watching or listening. Uh, remember that you can find us here on YouTube. Don't forget to subscribe, like, and comment down below. We also have many more social media. So Teacher April, I think that if you can help us with the other social media, please. Yeah, sure. Let me check it out. So uh, if you're watching us on YouTube, thank you so much. As usual, you can also listen to us on Spotify. You can search for our podcast on Google Podcast. You can check out what we do on Facebook, keep you updated. Instagram as well. And of course, with teacher Pablo on TikTok, sharing us quick tips to improve our skills. Yes, thank you so much. And thank you, teacher Carlos, as well for being here as usual. It's a great pleasure to do this podcast with you guys. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you also, Sebastian. Very interesting chat. And yeah, we're looking forward to hear about your future. And hopefully, guys, this is inspiring for you. Uh, it was for us, definitely. And we will see you on the next one. All right. Bye-bye, guys. Bye, guys. Right. Bye. Thank you. Thank you.